Kathy and I'm Amibel and we're here today chilling let me be honest we literally don't didn't really know what to talk about no we gotta be honest with the people you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but we decided to talk a little bit about fears you know because everybody can relate the little fear you have inside of you and what's stopping you. So we're going to delve deep into that. What do you think? Yeah. Let's go through it. <laughs> okay. Love it. Sorry. <laughs> so, we all have fears. Like, that's something that's that That's pretty we, obvious. Yeah, we, we pretty much have fears. and But if you're, you know... <laughs> The thing is, is that there's levels to fears. Yes, I was just going to say that. <laughs> like, there's those little fears where you're, like, physically, there's, like, some people, okay, so I don't like cockroaches for some reason. I can like any other bug. I don't mind them except cockroaches for is some reason. Is it because they can live after you cut their head off? Um, now that you told me that, <laughs> I have a more extreme fear. You know what I have a huge fear of? The ones that can fucking fly. Have you ever seen cockroaches that can fly? No. Ugly. I've never seen that fly. I've definitely seen like cockroaches that crawl. <laughs> yes, obviously. No, there there's some freaking cockroaches that can fly. I think it's in Florida or something. I've seen it before and it's freaking scary. Are they mutated flies? It's probably some sort of, of yeah, cockroach. And then there's those other cockroaches that are so hard that even if you, like, hit it with a broom, it doesn't, nothing happens. Yeah. That's why some of them can live without their head. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't know that part. That's crazy. Yeah. I just learned that from my brother because we were, <laughs> we were <laughs> living and we saw a cockroach and I was like, ah. Yeah, I don't like cockroaches. Other than that. I'm okay with the world and its creatures. <laughs> Do you have any little fears? Um, we start from the levels, I guess. Little fears. It's like physical fears, like yeah. Yeah. Like heights, like I'm not scared of heights at all. Yeah. Weirdly enough. I used to be and then I got over that from skydiving. Mm -hmm. So um little fears. I think I have, like, I think snakes scare me yeah. a little bit. Like, the ones that pop out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Would you have, would, if somebody gave you one, would you wear it? Not wear it. <laughs> like, have it on you, and you know how some people have it all around their shoulders. I, I think I would give it a try, but I would definitely be scared of staring it. Like, I would... You know, like paralyzed. You know, if I had like a professional next to me, then mm -hmm. yes. But if it's just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. If it's somebody you who knew the snake and the snake was nice and stuff, I I would definitely like. I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, or scorpions are a little scary to me. Crawly things are yeah for some reason, and the the crazy part is. We're ten times bigger than them. I know. <laughs> but, like... It's the weirdest thing. Scorpions are, like, they... 
I'm kind of scared of them because, like, when you're in the desert, they literally camouflage in the sand, and then they come out of nowhere. And I didn't huge. know that. Well, they don't really camouflage. Oh, but, they're, like, but they have a similar, like, color skin yeah. to the sand. Yeah. <laughs> Those shits must hurt. Yeah. But I never, that never happened to me, but. No. I ran over, like, a bunch of scorpions when I was in Saudi, but mm-hmm. I never, like. I never got stung by one. But you've seen them. Yeah. Thank God. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> Can I just say, though, for skydiving, I um, I love heights, so, like, it's opposite. But I noticed that there's, like, two... There's a lot of types of skydiving, but I didn't know... Did you skydive in a moving airplane or in a plane that just, like, stood still while you jumped off on it? Off, off. <laughs> I don't remember. I think it stood still. Because, unless, I don't know. Because, like, when, all I remember is that they were like, all right, let's go, we're ready. And then I was like, okay, let's <laughs> yeah. do it. Do and it. then each person, I was the last one that went out. Oh, no, you went with a group of people? Oh, yeah. that's, I don't know, for some reason that makes sense why it's more like, I, I would be a little bit more scared. <laughs> I went with a group of people, and mm-hmm. I was the last one. I don't know why I was the last one. Oh. <laughs> it yeah, was it just turned out that way. Yeah, but I think yeah, it you was you saw people like... just jumping off the <laughs> airplane while you were like, oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? Yeah, but surprisingly, I wasn't that scared before mm. the skydive. Like, I was like, I don't know. Excited. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're not scared of heights, you. But I noticed when I would, when I did it, when I skydived, it when there's a moving, um, when you're jumping off of the moving mm-hmm. plane, plane jet, whatever you're on, it's actually less scary than if the plane is just like flying still and then you jump off of it because of the pressure that. Once you when it when the airplane's moving and you jump off of it, the pressure of the of um of the air is like holding you back. So you're not free falling. Free falling is like literally yeah. I don't know if people know that, but I didn't know that. And for who's ever thinking about skydiving, if you really wanna be scared, <laughs> like free fall, meaning have the helicopter or wherever you're at. Stand in one place and then jump off of it. But I don't even know if that's allowed. I think I, so. I think that's what we had to do because I had a group of people. And yeah. we all had to jump because they're like, we gotta go. Yeah, did your heart sit? Like, did you feel the heart thing? You know, when you're on a roller coaster, did your heart feel like that pounding feeling? Yeah, when I was about to jump off, yeah. Oh, but then, okay. Like, yeah, it. They had a certain instruction that, you know, that you have to do when you jump off. You have mm-hmm. to be a certain stance. I don't know if they did that. Yeah, too, yeah. But. You were yeah. with a professional? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had to, like, do something with my arms or something. I can't oh. even remember. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. But I just wanted to say that. Side note. Back to fears. <laughs> Um, yeah, 
So, um, in terms of um, next level fears, do you have something in mind? Um, what do we mean by the levels of fears? I think it's physical. Has, physical fears is one thing. Would you say oh, that? I was <laughs> then there's the emotional emotion fears, emotional fears, and social fears. Well, would you say that is the thing, or? I mean, they all have levels in it, within those. Yeah. Because what I was thinking by levels is that people have fears where they're, you know, minute, not really that, like, little things. Yeah, yeah. And then there's, like, fears that, where it, it debilitates them, they don't want to do anything. Yeah. And then there's fears where... They're like, if I do that, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm going to, mm -hmm. you know. And then, yeah. So there, there's, that's what I was thinking of levels. Yeah. Like, and then there's categories of fears. Yeah. Like mild, moderate, severe fears. And then also the different types of fears. Like, yeah. like categories. Like, yeah, I was, I guess I was thinking the categories part and the, you're thinking. Yeah. About the, le the levels of it. Yeah. And then we're putting in one now. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm thinking about fears in terms of fears that you feel impact you in your life. Now we're getting a little bit more. Um, in terms of fears that impact you um, in either in your everyday life or in something that you want to do that, to that holds you back, would you, would you know what those fears are? Um, I think, like, one of my fears that are kind of holding me back right now is, like, being able to ask really big people, like, big people as in, like, um, very highly successful, like, top-notch people, like, about my services and all that stuff mm -hmm. and like um you know because that that shit's like scary and I think like putting myself more out there I used to be very more fearful about that but now it's been decreasing mm -hmm. so um but yeah those that was like kind of the biggest fear I don't know if that's what you're yeah that's a fear that's like if you think about it that what if it's like causing you to like either not want to do it or like makes it seems like the fear you have is more of like, what makes you fearful of that like your expectations of it afterwards um it's just like will i get that opportunity like mm -hmm. you know it's all about that, like, fear of rejection, fear of, yeah. like, you know. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, that's, yeah. that makes sense. Um, what about you? Fear, yeah, fear of rejection is a big one. Mine's is a fear of failure, and I'm pretty sure, um, I, don't know, I don't know if you can relate, but fear of failure is a big one for me. Um, and it hinders me because... Sometimes I can keep staying positive, but yeah, that's not real. 
that's not real and many times it's like it's the what ifs that come into my mind and I'm like yeah well what if I'm not good at that or okay I have this nice idea but what if it fails basically and I ha I don't do it and then the whole regretting thing comes along and it's like okay well couldn't do it because I had a fear of failure and now I regret not doing it like so it's been a struggle uh, all my life but many times uh, I'm learning as I go how to like even if I have the fear to mm -hmm. keep, keep pushing through it um, in order to like even if I have all these thoughts in my head just like keep going in that direction and do what I have to do even if I have that fear and usually it's really true what they say like usually once you get that past it's like this weird stage once mm -hmm. you get past that stage of like oh no I'm not enough like no I'm not gonna be good enough no this is not gonna work out and all this stuff after you go through that little storm through that path then it's just like all works out together as, mm -hmm. as long as you keep doing the you know what your fear is as long as you go towards it I see it as like a thunderstorm like if you're walking and then this thunderstorm comes then all this shit happens trees knock down and <laughs> um, a hurricane comes and all this shit is coming up yeah. I'm trying to be metaphorical here it's not working maybe <laughs> um, and then you get past the thunderstorm and of course there's the rainbow and all that stuff but you wouldn't have been able to get to the rainbow and all the nice stuff unless you've gone through that thunderstorm. Yeah. That's sort of how I see confronting and going through or facing your fears is literally yeah. in your mind. <laughs> like, imagine that all going in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, that's... It's part of, like, growing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's mm -hmm. part of growing part of life, part of like being able to conquer and achieve because we're gonna always face those obstacles and yeah. a lot of them there there are inner like so called demons, but they're not really demons, but you know what I mean. They're yeah. like our inner negativity, our inner um the inner conflict darkness even, that's yeah keeping us from being in that other side mm -hmm. because that's where we are right now trying to get to the light or to the rainbow and the niceness but if there's yeah. that part that we have to go through first in order to get there yeah and even when you get there there's still gonna be more <laughs> sorry guys it just doesn't stay rainbows and sunshines but no i i figured out after going through these you know after confronting certain fears, you know, I still got a lot of work to do, but after confront confronting certain fears in life, I've noticed that, um, of course, it's a process, but um, you get better over time as m the more you, like, face your fears or the more you um, overcome those inner conflict thoughts and all that stuff. You get better over time and you see it more of as a challenge. Like, I've started seeing it as a challenge instead of, mm -hmm. a, instead of a, oh, it's taking over me. Instead of it taking over me, I'm more of like, oh, yeah, you saying that about me <laughs> to myself? 
watch I'm gonna watch me prove you wrong and so it's like <laughs> a drama scene in there until yeah. I get over it <laughs> <laughs> yeah in my head it's like it's literally like oh no Chelsea you can do this shit don't let that other person t- yeah. take you down and it's it's always trying to get to that area where you can push yourself and Mm -hmm. get over the hump (laughs) right that's why Wednesday is hump day (laughs) (laughs) wait a second I didn't even know that Wednesday is hump day is because Monday is you know and Tuesday is Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. And then it's Friday. I didn't know that shit. I thought it was literally a day. (laughs) That people just want to know. No. Hold up. I'm about to cry because I just had a reality check. (laughs) You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that because everybody would joke about humping on Wednesdays. And so that's why I literally thought, (laughs) wow, guys. Talk about fear of failure. No, <laughs> no I'm just kidding. Um, no, I failed to see that one. Um, but that is a good way to say it, honestly. Just be, just, just get over the Wednesdays and you'll be fine on Friday. <laughs> I think that's what you were trying to say, right? Yeah. I mean, it's literally getting, everybody has this idea of trying to get through the week. Type of thing. Yes, and that's yes. Like Wednesday's hump day because they just want to get to Friday. Yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. I did want to say though um, about a recent experience actually. As you know, I just recently um, passed my licensing exam for a master's of social work. So I'm super excited because it just happened today. But I didn't pass the first time. And that shit punched me in the face. The first time, it can be with exams. It could be with a relationship. Somebody says, no, sorry, I don't like you. Or it could be, you know, anything else in life. But me, specifically, this example was like an, this exam. That means a lot to me um, because it sort of, you know, brings me into a different chapter in my career, blah, blah, blah. But the first time I failed... It was the the fear was stronger than it usually is in other situations, um, because like if I don't get a job I want or or a position I want, I'm for some reason in my head I'm I'm like oh that just means it wasn't for me mm-hmm. you know um, I I'm gonna find my place somewhere else or something like that, but for some reason I guess because this was testing my knowledge I was just like damn. Like, literally, I was kind of depressed afterwards um, for about a couple weeks. And it was very hard to get motivated again. And it's like, you get stuck there. Um, So sometimes it takes longer than other times to, like, get past, um, like, if you do, let's say, confront your fears or face your fears. And it's like, nope, just kidding. (laughs) You're not going to see the sunshine. You're not going to see the rainbow. You're not going to see Friday this time around. You're going to get hit again. So, like, what do you... Has that happened to you in some way? And what do you do yourself? Do you have an example? Um, 
I think for me, one of the fears that I went through similar to what you're talking about. <laughs> or any, or anything. Yeah. It doesn't have to be just um, Public speaking. And, oh, yeah. And singing Speaking. in front of a huge audience mm. has definitely been one of my biggest fears. I Like I spoke about in my past, mm. in the past podcast, like, I it would get to, like, panic attacks and all that stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, so that, that has been, like, a huge journey because, um... When I was younger, having all these eyes on you and all this really got to me because there were so many judgments and criticisms and I didn't know, like I didn't have like a really good role model growing up that would tell me like, don't listen to those judgments or criticisms, like, you know, listen to yourself, like work on, you know, this and that. Um, I basically had people that kept telling me what I need to work on and fix me mm. and change and it was not so-called good enough so and that took a toll on my public speaking because then I correlated those two together that I wasn't good enough to sing in front of an audience I wasn't good enough to like um, speak in a way that like catches the audience and you know all that stuff so growing up I did a lot of like singing in audience talent shows mm -hmm. and stuff like that and it really got to a point where I hit rock bottom with it and I completely stopped everything because I had a mental breakdown and I just cried and mm -hmm. all that stuff that happens when you completely can't take it anymore, let's mm -hmm. say. And um, after that, I took a break from singing. I took time to really, like, work on myself, yeah. like, my mental health around it. Like, now I'm able to do videos, you know, mm -hmm. and do podcasts and be on Instagram live and do the sound healing stuff and it took like literally getting yourself past this by whatever tools that helps you like breathing, meditation, mm -hmm. therapy, you know. And it's also just trying to see where you works for you to get through it because everyone's different in that yeah. way, you know. Yeah. And for me I did the whole keep pushing, keep pushing yourself to be on stage. Yeah. And um, it just got too much for me. Like, but I think it was mostly because I never had that guidance mm -hmm. or that person that would be like, don't listen to all stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's why all of this had to happen for me to figure out what really worked for me and yeah there was a whole lot of different things that went along with it so yeah well it seems like you <laughs> sorry 
<laughs> it seems like you carried along like what happened when you were younger with you know the, the performances and all that stuff throughout throughout life and now you're like uh, what what's interesting is like when you're talking about it and also brings up the idea of like just finding the source of the fear like why do why do you have those fears like where is it coming from um, of course, a lot of it mostly has to do with past experiences or similar yeah. similar experiences. Um, sorry, the doggies are upstairs. Uh, so this happened. Yes. <laughs> so we had a little intermission, <laughs> and the doggies wanted to join us. So this is what's going on yes. in the doggy party. Doggy party once on the floor. This one's taking off. <laughs> this is Rusty. This is Leo. And Louis right over there. Yeah, you'll see him by the end. He gets crazy for no reason at certain points. Um, but I just wanted to make that the point that you made, which was really good. Um, yeah. I think I thoroughly said it I think for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Um... What is, like, your biggest fear that really, like, is, um, that you've always had and you're still trying to work through or, like, something that hits the core of things? Yeah. Um, my biggest fear always, always, I don't really know why in terms of the source, I'm still trying to figure that out. But my, my biggest fear is, um, I said it before, is like being completely vulnerable. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. So that's something I've always struggled with. Because I guess I've always been a pretty reserved person. So this is how I'm tackling my fear in some ways. It's like being open to the public about my emotions, my expressions, my ideas, beliefs, and values, whatever. Um, and so I'm tackling it because it's, uh, it hurts relationships. It hurts you. It hurts me in ways where, um, I don't connect to as many people as I would like to because you need the, the connection is two-sided. So somebody tells you something and then the other person tells, reveals something about them and yeah. stuff in order to build that connection. It's, you know, human nature, but for me, the, I'm a weird, I'm weird in that way where I'm an introvert with my own personal things going on, um, but I'm an extrovert with hyping up other people and motivating them and helping others. I'm like, I can do that all day, but when the when the camera's facing me, I, uh, I um, have a fear of that. Honestly, there was at one point. I had not a fear, but I really didn't like, I say it was bragging, but there was one time, um, you know, I had like, I, don't know, I was an A plus student, whatever, when I was growing up and everything, but I never liked to say it. Like, I never liked to say what my achievements were to people. Like, I always kind of, uh, when I was younger, um, when somebody was explaining something to me, even though I already knew it, Mm -hmm. I would play, play dumb just so the person can feel good about teaching me something. Like, I I weirdly always, like, 
wanted to put other people up here and make them feel special where and and I thought in order to do that I should just put myself here and it just doesn't happen that way and there was one time I um somebody said I had an accomplishment or something and somebody said why are you like why the hell didn't you tell me that you you know you had this huge accomplishment like I you know how come you didn't tell me and I'm like Oh, well, I didn't really think you, like, like not that you didn't care, but I didn't really think it should be known. And they're like, well, yeah, if people care about you, they want to know about your accomplishments. They want to know how, you know, good you're doing with your life. They want to know these things. And it may even motivate other people to share these things um, with not only your family or friends, but with, like, the public. So... Um, I think that switched my perspective a little bit mm -hmm. where it's like it's not you being selfish and bragging it's you doing it for a certain purpose it's it's you saying your accomplishments where you're at right now what you've overcome in life mm -hmm. in order to help other people move forward as well at the same time so I'm switching my perspective little by little to to like tackle that fear um but it's always a natural instinct of me to just like okay yay this happened yeah like that's it <laughs> and then that's it not like let me share it with the world of course i share it with close friends and family but um yeah it sort of just stays there yeah. at that point but i'm trying to be that more open person well perspective is so important yeah for sure like nailing it right there in the beginning is really good because mm -hmm. you can have that one perspective that can definitely take you down that another road or you can have another perspective that yeah really takes you down the other yeah <laughs> like it literally completely <laughs> shifts your life path like one yeah. perspective completely shifts your life path and that's the thing, it only takes one person calling you out on it or you even like realizing it yourself. Sometimes you can realize it yourself. But I found out that talking to other people like we're now mm -hmm. sort of allows me to have the flashbulb reality check like I had with the hump. <laughs> learning from others, but also learning about yourself from others mm -hmm. is like even more powerful, I think. Yeah. Which I've noticed over time. Oh, yeah. You definitely learn a lot more when you're with other people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so not being afraid to talk about those fears is, mm -hmm. like, huge. You, you know, you never know. That other person may be going through the same exact fear stage, phase as you. Um, yeah. Yeah, so. I agree. I mean, definitely, like, if you're facing a fear, like, See it from another light. Mm -hmm. See where it can come, even though those thoughts can come through that can make it a little bit harder. Mm -hmm. But see it on the other way, three sixty, because yeah. there's always different viewpoints, mm -hmm. you know. And find things that help regulate your nervous system. <laughs> yeah, you know every you know there's the whole vocab vocabulary whole dictionary of those things yeah. that you can try um because 
for sure. I remember telling you, well, I remember that moment when we were at one of my friend's boat house in Texas, and mm-hmm. I was deadly scared to jump off the top of oh, his, yes. what is it, dock? Yeah. And, like I said, I was so scared. I used to be so scared of heights. Like, that used to be one of, oh, one of your fears. Before. Yeah. Okay. And I would do roller coasters, but mm. I would still scream the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Top of your lungs. Yeah. yeah. And I I get how those thoughts can really, like, stop you from doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, those thoughts, those fears, those things that really create... Because it's always what the thought you come in alumni of belief or whatever and then it starts to go into an emotion and that emotion turns into your body mm-hmm. response and then after that you're like <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> you're like yeah I'm not doing this that's what stops you so you literally said the technical side of it like yeah. physically what's going on so like learning to like see that's what's yeah. going on and just <laughs> Sorry, I was playing with your ear. Doing the complete opposite and learning the good side. It's going to sound in the podcast. Um, hey, hey, you podcaster, just a warning. You're going to sound, you're going to hear very heavy breathing. That's Rusty. He, That's Rusty. He's a hound, so he makes a lot of noises. <laughs> the big boy. Yeah. Yeah. I do like what you said there, though. I like how you like how you told it, literally breaking it, breaking down what literally happens, because that's what exactly happens. Like, you have the the feeling, then the emotions and the thoughts, and all those together is like literally what, what doesn't make you jump off of that dock. <laughs> but yeah. you did, you did jump off of the dock. I know. For like- so, loss of. <laughs> I just wanted to say that this video will have a lot of different sniffs, little intermissions. We have our dogs, so they've been barking a lot. They've been hearing noises. So don't mind all that, but... As always, thanks for tuning in and joining us and the pups today. And of course, uh, stay tuned for more. I hope you guys enjoy it. Yes. Have a beautiful day. Mm-hmm.